Welcome to the Testimony Service Podcast, the podcast that will encourage you, increase your faith, and draw you closer to God. I'm your host, Martina. The Bible tells us that faith comes by hearing the Word of God. So in an effort to help our listeners' faith increase, each episode will begin with the scripture. Today's scripture is Psalm 16, verse 11. You make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. And now here is episode nine, Single Ladies. My name is Diliana Annie. Um, I'm from Gary, Indiana, but I live in Indianapolis right now. I just got married in December of 2019, um, and I actually met him. My husband named Henry. I actually met him in December of 2018 um, on Tinder, of all places. And so, yeah, and so we went fast, and our um, date of getting married was December 15th of 2019, a, a whole year later. And so, basically, I've decided to come and talk about my testimony of singleness because it has been a big deal in my life, a huge deal. Pretty much went through all of my, um, or all of my 20s except my 29th year, um, mostly single. Um, I've had three actual boyfriends throughout my life, um, one in high school, one in college, and then one after college for two months. And that was low-key like the best one, <laughs> oddly. But um, pretty much... Um, my journey of singleness had a lot of ups and downs in it. Um, I was a lot of false hope that I had throughout my 20s. Um, I had a lot of valid faith in God um, that I realized. I had a lot of ignorance on how God really worked in his children's lives. I had a lot of impatience. I was self-righteous at times, although I had a lot of low self-esteem. Um, and then there was a lot of growth. There was a lot of loneliness because... My perspective and focus was extremely in the wrong places, a lot of wisdom, a lot of support from other people that God placed in my life. And ultimately, God pretty much was by my side through all of it, all the craziness and all the good things. Talk about the loneliness a little bit. Like, how did you kind of like get through that? Because I'm sure that's not easy. And it's I mean, like a season of of your life being single. Like, what was that like? Um, there, I believe that I had a lot of loneliness in my life that I felt heavy loneliness because my perspective was in the wrong place. Um, I truly felt that, you know, things will be good once I got with somebody, once I met that person. And so when that's not happening, I feel like things aren't complete. And so that just brought a lot of life feelings of loneliness. But then um, in 2018, when I was 28 years old, I finally decided and made the choice to say, God, no matter whether you bring me a husband or not, I won't leave you. Because most of my 20s and many times in my, when I was a teenager, I, told, I straight told God, like, and I told other people, if God don't give me a husband and he gave me the strong desire to give me a husband, I'm out because this Christian situation can't be what it's, you know, chalked up to be. I made the choice and I was like, you know what, God? Never mind. If you don't give me that person, I'm not going to leave you because throughout all the crap and all the good times that I've had, he's been the only consistent, like 
good thing in my life through family, through friends, through school, through jobs, through life struggles and life good things. God has been the only consistent good thing in my entire life. And I was all like, and also I was was like, men suck. And so I was like, God, (laughs) all right, cool. If you don't give me nobody, I may be mad at times. I may want to throw some at the wall sometimes. I may cry some nights, but I promise I won't leave you. Yeah. And then like a month late, like a month or two later, like that's when like Henry showed up. That's what's up. <laughs> and so it's annoying because all those people was right. Mm-hmm. But but I just had to get there myself. Yeah. So yeah. how did you know Henry was the right one? I don't know. Like it, it was just like because the whole time he asked me to be his girlfriend three weeks after we met. And I told him he was crazy. And but then a week after he asked me, I was all like, Dillian, why you keep thinking about this? Like, why do you feel OK about saying yes? And then I was like, OK, I think I'm moving too fast. Like, what if I just really want somebody? And I'm just I just want to say yes, because I really want somebody. And then so I prayed. And that was actually like in every January for our church um, that we go to Heartland Church here in Indy. They have a 21 days of prayer in January, every January and every August and the 21 days prayer was coming up like three weeks after I met him. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna pray about this during that um, 21 days of prayer. And I was like, God, if this is it, like, I need you to really give me peace because it was a lot of things that could have went wrong. Like he's Nigerian. Um, he's like, not a, like he's legal here. Like, cause he's in school, but he's not like definitely everybody, you know, no, like not people be trying to marry people American so they can like be here legally or whatever. So that was in my head. I was all like, what if I'm just being tricked? <laughs> like, what if, I don't know. What if, what if, what if I'm like, I don't know him. He could be crazy. Like he could just not be a good fit for me just because I don't know him that well. And, but God somehow for some reason gave me peace and was like, nah, like this is good. And so I just went on with the peace. I was like, God, well, if you don't tell me no, then I ain't going to tell him no. And so God kept telling me, yeah. And I was like, all right, cool. I like it. And so I kept going with it. (laughs) That's what's up. (laughs) So back to your singleness journey. I feel like we jumped like a whole bunch of steps. Um, do you want to you want to go back a little bit? Um. Yes. Yeah, so I'll say like the biggest things that like stuck out that sticks out to me with my journey of singleness for was one. I felt like my friends who I felt were more like prettier than me, more like you know open than I was. Like they always had somebody. I feel like I definitely was like closed off. I feel like I thought that like whoever my husband was, he had to look and sound and act like this. He had to be like, he got to like know every scripture in the Bible. Cause like just growing up in the church, my dad was a pastor and like in every single area of ministry that I would, that I found myself in, those are the people that I saw. I saw the leaders, the ministry leaders. And I was like, they know the word they love, they cry. And you know, those, the men that like, they be out and worshiping and praising with the hands up and like doing all these things and running around the church. And like, that's what people even told me, like, you know, like if he ain't this, then like, that ain't, that ain't your man. That was a big, I think, downfall of mine. But like, I was very indecisive, like for years and years. And I would get like stressed out. And now I know that it was like straight. I would cause myself to have anxiety over like making basic decisions because I thought everything was of like, this is what God wants you to do or you're not doing what God wants you to do down to me driving and like me 
having a thought to say, you should probably go down that street. If like, and I'm like, oh, like, was that God? Should I go down that street? And then if I, and if I'm like, but what if I don't like, I'll like fall into a ditch because God told me like, I should go down that street. I heard that testimony thousands of times in the church that saying like, God spoke to me. And then I missed, you know, uh, I don't know, a gang of people jumping me if I would have turned that corner, but actually he spoke to me and I turned the other corner. So I just like, it was like ingrained in my head that like God has one plan for you and you should follow it. And if you do, and if you choose the other like plan B, then that's wrong. For everyday decisions, like he equipped you to like to learn and grow and like be like molded by the surroundings that you've been that I've been molded by for like over 20 years. And so trust in the training that he's given me and make decisions and stop tripping about everything. And I think I did that and even like friendships that I would like get close to like I wouldn't hang out with certain dudes because I was all like uh-uh what if it's like a trick of the enemy and God like no calm your butt down your self-righteous self down thinking you too good for stuff and just like I don't know honestly go with the flow sometimes right so how you were saying you were closed-minded and like you had this list of like oh he has to be a pastor <laughs> like how do you balance your list versus like reality of like what you know, whoever you may have been dating at the time, like is actually bringing to the table. I was like, I pretty much thought of like what I needed. I like, I knew the things that I, that I had and like, you can always be better at things, but like, you know, thinking of like, I think of where I am right now um, with, with my husband, I know that like, I don't need help going to church every Sunday. Like I'm going to do that regardless. If he don't go, I'm gonna go like, and so and so it's like, I don't need, I guess in this relationship with me and him, you don't need to be that person because I'm already that person. So if I'm going, like, I already know he going to go. And so now we go every Sunday because because of me. But then for my end, I need someone to help me, like, stay on, like, praying consistently. And he does that. And so I'm like, okay, cool. Like, I do need that. So he does. So, like, now I got that in him. And so I just kind of, like, evaluate and assess, like, where I'm at today what do I need? And if you don't got it, or if you're, or if you're causing me to go in the opposite direction, then you're not for me. That's what's up. (laughs) So how you were talking about like hearing God's voice and like wanting to make sure that you're doing exactly what he's saying, like at the right time, like, do you believe in soulmates or like, do you think that you could be happy with, I mean, like anybody basically (laughs) and have a successful marriage, not anybody, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) I did believe in soulmates and I just, that was another way that I feel like I was like being closed minded. I was like, there's one person in the world for me that God created us from dust together. <laughs> and he, he was like, these two beings are going to find each other. And like, I sincerely, honestly, like I wouldn't doubt that God like, cause God is big and uber big and I just don't know all of his mysterious, wonderful ways. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't doubt if there are many, many pairs out there in this world that he did destined to be together. But I think for majority, like he allows us to go through our life and then he blesses us to stumble upon somebody that, that will fit perfectly and that we will really, really enjoy living together and doing life together every single day of our lives until we leave and go home. 
But I was like, I was like, but mine like isn't that story. I met him on Tinder like a year and a half ago, and now we're together, and like I love him. Um, <laughs> and so, and that's not, and that's just, and that's my dynamic story of like where I came from in the past 10 years. And now I'm with someone who loves me and cares for me greater than anyone has ever done before. And, and I love it. And I'm happy that I'm here and I wouldn't want to be nowhere else. That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. so, okay. What do your parents think about online dating? What did they think? I think the older I got in my twenties, my dad was just like, if you find somebody cool <laughs> and Cause like I straight told him about Henry and he was way too cool about it. Way too quick. <laughs> like my dad does think of me as a mature person mm-hmm. and i like, I can take care of my own. And so like when I told him and he, like he pretty much asked me like, do you like him? Do you think he's a good person? And I was like, yeah, I really do. And he like, okay, cool. And then mom was all like online, like you sure. <laughs> and I'm and like, and I think she's warmed up to the online situation. Mm-hmm. She thinks that it's weird. And, and, she, and she said, that's y'all young people. I don't want to do it, but go ahead if it work. And so she, I think over the past 10 years also, and also the fact that, yeah, I was getting older and she was waiting on me to find my prints according to her. <laughs> and so, yeah, I think they was cool with it. Just, I think a big part of that was because I was older. Yeah. If, if I was like under 25, then they probably would have, they probably would have been more concerned. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, I've always felt like if I did that, it would be like me not having like full faith in God that he would orchestrate it. I don't know. That's just my perspective. But so for me, that action wasn't like, okay, I need to do this so that God can. So because God take it too long, because I I know for a fact, like it was half of that. Mm -hmm. But I don't think that was like my core reason. I think my reason I I was like, I go to work for however many hours a day. The only other places that I'm visible is at church and at the grocery store. Because I'm the only places I go. <laughs> and so, and at the grocery store, I see the same old white couples <laughs> and because of where I live. And then at work, I see the same people every day. And so I was, I was like, I was like, well, there's only a few people that I connect with at these few places. And then at church, like everybody I met was married yeah. or was like, or it was a bunch of like other black females that I got along with. Great. And we all sitting there single and like looking around. Yeah, everybody's married at Heartland. <laughs> yeah. Everyone in Heartland was, was married. <laughs> and so I, I was like, well, like I just, I was like, I just want to be visible. And so I got on there to be visible. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, okay, cool. God, I'm here online. You send them. Yeah. And so I just went about like that and it turned out well. That's what's up. (laughs) So um, what's the biggest lesson that you learned through your singleness? Hmm. I think the biggest lesson would be, I think I got two things is that we all have choices. And also like knowing that like when we diligent, when we really do try to make like good decisions, he will bless them. Because out of every decision that I've um, that I made, God blessed it. Even if it like you know wasn't the best thing, He always blessed me to. Even the, the bad decisions that I've made, He always blessed something great to come out of it. Like I've struggled with you know like just sexual sin in my in my um, singleness and um, both having sex before marriage and watching porn and both of those brought like put me in ugly situations. It left me feeling horrible and guilty, um, and sick to my stomach many times. Um, and it also, I feel like definitely tainted a lot of relationships that could have been like simple, like friendships that God brought into my life. 
they could like those, some of those guys could have been like good friends that like, you know, I, um, you know, was a good, you know, Christian witness too, and also just a good friend too. And they could have been a good friend to me, but I messed it up like going that route. Um, but through each one of those things, God blessed something good to come out of it with, um, like the whole like porn situation. He blessed me to know that you are not above anything, Dillion, no matter where you came from, who your family is, like what, like how everybody, like everybody treated me like the church girl and like, you know, Dillion, she's so innocent, blah, blah, blah. And I thought like, oh, I could never get into some of the stuff like these people in the world be getting into. Mm -hmm. Um, but no, you can. And actually like some, like, um, he made me aware of even like the thoughts that like we have as humans are can be horrible. Yeah. And so you have to be diligent and praying to stay, to keep your mind, your eyes and your mind and your heart focused on God so he can keep them in check. Um, and then, and even like with the relationships, like he blessed me to learn more about myself so that I can like throughout my twenties, I grew so much in different situations because of different people I got connected to through different things that I did, whether it was mistakes or whether it was good experiences that I had, I learned and I grew so much so that I can be ready for my husband. Cause like I, I was too passive. I didn't speak up. I didn't know how to commit. I didn't know how to communicate well. Um, like my mama told me when I, when I was younger, like whenever I get mad, I'll like start like yelling and like cussing and stuff and acting crazy. And then she always told me she would grab me by my arm and look at me dead in my eye and, and say, say, Dillion, you are my daughter. You are not crazy because I did not I did not raise a crazy child. So mm -hmm. stop acting like that. And so and then like legit. And that stopped me from responding in certain ways. And I feel like in God did the same thing to me in my 20s. And he legit like grabbed me by my collar and told me to stop responding in this way or start learning how to respond in this way so that you can be ready to be better equipped to have a mature relationship with the husband whenever he does come. My choice is to like move with the wisdom that he put inside of me and to like live my life to the fullest, not put Christianity in a box, not put God in a box or anything. And like, God can definitely like how he says in a word, like if you believe in God and you're actually, you know, a child of God and you're trying to, you know, move according to his word, he will make everything work out for your good. Yeah. Even the dumb stuff you put, you get yourself in. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so for the ladies that are listening who are like in their mid to late twenties and they're single or maybe dating, um, what would you want them to take away just from your story? As best as you can, please, please know that you do not need a guy to complete you or be happy. It's natural for us to be lonely. I feel like because we we're meant to be here with other people. We are. That's just it. We're meant to be here with other people. And I truly do feel like if he put the desire in you to be with somebody, then that's going to be fulfilled. Mm -hmm. It just might not be the time right now. You might have made dumb decisions to like, you know, the, uh, make it longer. And that is completely OK. And like also like this made me a time for that for your person, wherever he is to be he's being molded right now yeah. like shoot for my guy he wasn't even in america until about four years ago <laughs> and so it wouldn't have worked out anyway while mm -hmm. i was like 25 and 26 <laughs> and even when he did get here he was like far away and mm -hmm. so it's just like you never know what god has planned and how he's going to do it people try to downplay the unity 
that God, you know, like creates between two people like that bond and that sacredness. That's not a small thing. Like you, like, honestly, shoot, you, you might be smiling more days. I'm, I'm a thousand percent sure you're going to smile more days when you get that guy, you're going to be like geeked more days. You're going to feel like less pressure. Cause you ain't got to carry no giant water bottle or whatever <laughs> upstairs no more. It's going to be a lot of things. It's going to be a blessing when that man comes. Mm-hmm. But for right now, you do not have to be like you still can have happiness, complete happiness and wholeness without him. And you should find that because you'll be way better, like with wholeness in yourself, you know, when he comes, cause it's going to be times where like he can't be near you or you're going to be annoyed and you're going to be, and you're going to want to be a full functioning human being right. um, who's happy and able to like have her own things without him. Cause you also want him to have his own things. <sighs> cause y'all don't want to be together all the time. <laughs> and so Enjoy your time like single and also like be open to how God is going to bring them because like how our parents and people have been telling us that like how this is how your man going to come or the movies have been telling us this is how it's going to come. This is how it's going to feel. It might not happen that way and it might happen in another amazing way that you never would have thought of. Mm -hmm. Like I love my story of like because he he hit me up on Tinder and he like sent the first message was uh, was a cheesy joke. I cracked up while I was at work (laughs) and then we like messaged for the next like three and a half hours and I didn't get no more work done after that. And so like I completely love our story and in the way it happened. But that is not how I imagined it happened. That's not how I apparently then wanted it to happen but like I'm super right now I can say that I'm super grateful that I that we did not come in contact until I was 29 years old Mm -hmm. um because you should enjoy your time alone enjoy your time like just you and God um I know everybody say that but it's it's legit (laughs) and so and this is also a good time too but sometimes I do miss my own apartment. And so it's just real. Like, enjoy your time. Let God, like, use you to the fullest um, while you're in this time. And literally, like, enjoy your time on your own. You know, just you and God and your friends and, like, your hobbies and learn new things about yourself and grow and be better. Um, and then the better you are now, the better you will be with that person when he comes. Um, singleness, it didn't seem like, you know, like so important, like a big old testimony, like I didn't die and come back to life, but that was big single. My singleness was huge for me. And so I hope it's a blessing to somebody out there. Um, yeah. So thanks guys. Yeah. Cool. Well, thank you so much for sharing your story, Delion. I appreciate you being on here. Thanks for letting me come on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for listening to another episode of the testimony service podcast. If you like what you hear, please continue to share this on social media. Tell all your friends about it. And here is a sneak peek of next week's episode. At the time, image was everything. We had to make it look good. And of course, we're not going to bring any shame onto the family. So, you know, you get married and you try to, you try to work it out.